Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into this Lord. Take time to do what the young people do to give a status update or they check in. Okay? And uh, we want to hear from everybody tonight. Uh, this is a more intrusive study. <laughs> And we want to hear from uh, everyone tonight, and, and I want you to just tell me, how has your week uh, been going for today? Tell me something. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise. She had to go through a lot, but uh, and fasted and prayed last week, we heard, and then the Lord moved. Amen. Amen. So thank you for for letting us know that. Amen. So can you, you can you do the job? Is it something that you, at least you know how to do? Okay, <laughs> but at least you know what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Amen. Okay. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. One step at a time. Amen. Next. Oh, so you had a wonderful time, little Jacob. You had a wonderful time with little Jacob then, huh? <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> Next. Okay. It rained. So it was a good day for you. It rained. Amen. Definitely. We're not in a drought anymore. Praise the Lord. I don't think we are. If we, we are. It's not like it was the last few years. Amen. Amen. Next. Okay. Wow. Oh, 
Ah, praise the Lord. Vertigo. Now, what? how does that happen? You just get dizzy? Wow. Huh. That's like... It's like, is it like seasickness? Like you're on a... Wow. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Next. <laughs> you say... Praise the Lord. We all have been there one way or the other, haven't we? <laughs> Grown folk and having to <laughs> say mother, father, brother, sister. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you made it through. Made it through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Next. Sister Jade looked like you could relate to what she said. You want to expound on it a little bit? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Next. Do I have to go back there and sit by Sister Amber for her to say something? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, let's give God a hand clap and praise for that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. Praise the Lord. said the best thing about grandbabies you can love on them and give them away <laughs> what did you say they stayed a little too long <laughs> amen 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 
Sister Etan? Okay, you saw Sister Claudia as well? Okay. Hello, Sister Claudia. Hey, man. I may have to shout out on Facebook. Is she on Facebook? I don't know. But uh, we want to thank you. That was everybody, right? Sister Nell, you want to add? <laughs> you want to add a little bit more on what she said? You went to work. Okay, so you went to work. So <laughs> you left Jacob. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Been up all night and made for a long day. Well, he sure is looking nice and well taken care of. <laughs> Look at him grinning. Amen. Amen. That's everybody, right? That everybody? Okay, well, my day went pretty good today. Uh, I'm fasting and praying today. Uh, and if you guys didn't get an opportunity to fast and pray today, I want to ask and encourage you that you do it either Thursday or Friday uh, for Share the Love Sunday. And uh, the greatest challenge with my fast is, uh, I've already said with a couple of you guys looked and saw on my desk, there's a whole lot of food on my desk today. <laughs> and I fasted and prayed, I'm like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. It's still there. Even since Etan's plate is there too as well. So we kept everything is intact. <laughs> Waiting for 8 o'clock. <laughs> Got one of my favorite pies in there too today. I, I don't know. Most, a lot of folks know my favorite pie. That feels pie. Ooh-wee. So, <laughs> other than all that temptation, that was... <laughs> It went pretty well and continue to pray for uh, the Prince uh, family uh, and they in the front of them. We, we thank uh, those who served today as well as a part of Bethlehem, serving the family. You did an excellent job as always. Amen. Amen. We want to thank you. Well, today we're going to talk about the subject matter afflicted but not defeated. Afflicted but not defeated. And as always, I like to say something about the vision that we have that you, you probably can't see. And you hear me say it on times and days like this. Uh, you have to see it by faith. And uh, we're praying that uh, you continue to pray that God will enable us to do what we believe that he says and wants us to do. Amen. Bethlehem. Getting right. Oh, that kind of sound weak. Let's <laughs> do it again. Bethlehem. Get it right. Amen. And that's our thing for this year is we want to get it right. And it starts uh, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And uh, we believe that God is enabling us to get it right. Tonight we want to encourage you, continue to encourage you to let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. We want to always encourage you to don't quit. We know that uh, many are going through many heartaches and pains. and uh, But we want to encourage you in the Lord that you can make it. You can make it. Amen. Amen. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, you can make it. 
Amen. As a matter of fact, you've already made it. Amen. And praise the Lord. Tonight, uh, again, we're talking about afflicted but not defeated. Uh, Psalms uh, 80, uh, Psalms 34, uh, 19. Um, let's read this together at the same time on three. Uh, one, two, three. Amen. Many are the afflicted of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Out of them all. Tonight we're going to talk on around, discuss uh, the distress of the victorious, the devout of the victorious, and the deliverance of the victorious. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should live holy to get the victory in life. Christians should live holy to get the victory in life. This this text, oh, first of all, I want to just kind of pick your brains. Uh, what do you think about when you hear this text? What? <laughs> okay, you can, you can go straight to the back end of that text and say, Lord, when you going to deliver me? Amen. 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 So the question of, of when can come to mind when you first think about the text. Anybody else? What do you think about? Amen. Amen. It's thinking about, yes, uh, we have to be able to live holy because deliverance just doesn't come. <laughs> you, you, you have to be living righteous. You have to be holy to get God's deliverance. So that is definitely uh, something that really kind of pops out. What else pops out? Amen. So you think about the, the, the presence of God when you first look at the text, which is, which is great. But some of you guys ain't picking up on something that, you know, just kind of floors my brain. Keep talking to me about the text. It just floors my brain. That's good. Okay, that's good. And that's. Let me just add how the devil 
does all this to us and how the Lord keeps us. Okay. How the devil does this all to us and how the Lord keeps us. But that's something else that that warps my mind. And it's right there. What was that? Hello! The righteous! That's something that I've never heard taught on television. It's something... Wait a minute. If I'm living righteous, what do we normally think? If I'm living righteous, then what? It should be. be. Everything's going all right. Hello. Don't you don't you have that? Don't you see that tension in the text? At least I guess it's just me. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute now, Lord. (laughs) You got righteous and affliction in the same place. Right here, right next to each other. Say it's like a teaching what? Teaching growing. Okay, a teaching growing. You know, if Christ had something, then we're going to suffer. We don't know what we go through, but I believe, you know, I think about, well, uh, somewhere down the line it's going to strengthen me maybe to help somebody else. Okay, so you say teaching growing kind of thing. Now, can't God use something else other than affliction to teach me something? To keep to keep us grounded. What does that mean? To keep us grounded. So that we don't think that we're supposed to. See, God has no favor on the right path. He has no favor in no person. So he has no favor. So you saying that every righteous person is going to suffer affliction. Wait a minute! Come on now, y'all gotta y'all gotta do something. Teach me something else better. I, I'm about to walk up out of here. <laughs> you telling you saying that if I'm living righteous, I'm gonna have troubles all the time. I'm gonna have affliction. See season. Okay, okay, so. But the Lord delivered him or me, you. Y'all, y'all just too spiritual for me now. Wait a minute. Why not just don't put me in it in the first place so I don't have to be delivered? (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? Now, wait a minute, Lord. You're going to deliver? Why put me in the situation in the first place? Mm. We gotta go through something. Wow. To stay connected to the source and know wow. that it's the Jackson.
minute, sister Jack. I'm righteous, though. <laughs> you saying the righteous people need something to keep us grounded? <laughs> Okay, so so you're saying knowing the last part that it's not going to last forever it can give you encouragement to go through. Yeah, well, because the Lord, number one, you know, he knows, so he sees, you know, he almost got to say, hey, hey, it's your world, I'm going to use so really he's going to do what he want to do, so go along with the program, but it's changing. Okay. Okay, okay, I don't mean to, to mess with folk, but that's some folk that's living wicked, and it seems like everything is going right for them. Tell the truth, talk, talk to uh, oh, okay, tell the truth. Don't you see some folk that don't know, don't care nothing about God? Everything seems to be going right for them. <laughs> okay. You said looks can be deceiving. <laughs> is not really it for us. Do we really believe that? Do we really believe that this is not it for us? Okay. It's not the end. Okay. Well, let's continue in our, in our study. Let's look at this. And these are some folk that have uh, know a little bit about affliction in life. And, and, uh, and, and you kind of alluded to this already. Uh, that when there's challenges in life, uh, we are challenged to overcome those challenges. I need a reader for this, a good reader who read in the mic for this video. Who wants to read for me? Read, read the video, the words on the video. Can you see it? Okay, let's see. Over there. down by the recording company who said, we don't like your sound and your music is on the way out. That's the video. Just, just a Bill Soldier, former real estate agent. At 38 years old, he went to work for his father as a handyman. He comes from the high school basketball team. He went home. 
sharing that uh, these are words of encouragement for those who may be afflicted because it's like it's nowhere around it you know um, I know y'all get, get tired of me talking about the gym but you go to the gym to afflict yourself and if you do it it will make you better it will make you more healthy it, it will for some lower blood pressures and enable you to get off of meds and all of that. But you have to be uh, able to afflict yourself, afflict yourself. And, and that's what affliction is for us. And many of you said it. You, you, affliction helps to keep us holy. Affliction helps to train us. Uh, affliction helps us to get closer and keep and stay closer to God. So in this life... You will have what? Many are the afflictions. 
You're, you're going to have many afflictions. And I wish I could, I could tell you different. That especially for new believers, they think they give their life to Christ and everything's going to go all right and everything's going to fall in place. And sometimes it does at the beginning where the Lord allows you to get to know him. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the bottom falls out. Hello, sounds just like a marriage, you know. It's, the honeymoon is good, but then there comes a time when the honeymoon is over. Hello, somebody. And that stuff that you thought was cute now gets on your last nerve. <laughs> and you're at the beginning of your relationship. Hello, somebody. <laughs> uh, but there's going to be many afflictions. Many afflictions. Second uh, Timothy three eleven. What's it talk about? What is this? Persecutions. Is there anybody in here ever been persecuted? I want to see hands. How many in here have been persecuted? Okay. Wow. Okay. Anybody in here ever suffered anything? <laughs> <laughs> Some say I'm suffering right now, Reverend. I ain't told you the whole truth. <laughs> I ain't told you the whole story. But uh, what we have to do is we have to endure. We have to endure. What if Michael Jordan would have never came out of his room and committed suicide because he got cut? Hello. What if Abraham Lincoln would have? Committed suicide because he lost eight elections and given up. Hello, somebody. What if Walt Disney would have would have would have believed what they said? They said that man didn't have no imagination. Boy, that is just <laughs> no original ideas. Wait a minute, this is Walt Disney. <laughs> but but if they would have gave up and, and wouldn't have endured. The affliction that they had to go through, they would have never become these great men and women of history. And God's trying to make uh, some folk in here, some great men and women of the faith within this context here in Paul's Valley or wherever you're from. Amen. Amen. But you, you, you have to endure. You, you have to endure. Because uh, Sister Jay went straight for the for the icing on the cake, <laughs> you, you 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 get deliverance. He said, "Yet the Lord what rescued me from all of them." Wow! Rescued the Lord rescued me. Cause does anybody have a testimony where you got in? A little trouble without telling all your business, and the Lord, <laughs> the Lord delivered you. Anybody? You can say you know a friend. We know you're gonna talk about yourself, but I'm not. I mean, <laughs> anybody? Come on now, tell me something. Oh, nobody want to share? I can't share. Preacher man, can you share? Okay. It took me, I think, by the skin of my teeth to make 
Wow. <laughs> well, thank you. You made it through. Thank you. Anybody else? Now, y'all, y'all was talking all about this deliverance. God knows y'all know what. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Where I'm from, man. What was you at the time for? No, anyway, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know about that part. What you talking about, though? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't something I'm proud of. They took your car? took the car and, and we went in this office thing and we in there and it's armed, armed people, mind you, guards. Mm. Mm. He was in pretty thick. And Sound like it. He's out there and he has guns on the wall. Mm. Guns on the wall and I'm sitting there and thinking, Lord, what have I got? <laughs> <laughs> Never went back again, huh? But the Lord delivered you. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Because we 
we all get into some some stuff on purpose, some stuff we fall into. And I'm so glad that I serve a God. That's what it said. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. He, 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 he rescued me uh, from all of them. We're, we're all going to get in, in some kind of distress. and uh, But we've got to be faithful to the Lord. Faithful to the Lord in this. Uh, I like the words that this young man shares. Uh, which leads us to our next point. Get up, raise up, stand up. 
Because it helps on that note. Everybody wants to move. They don't want to sit there. So I'm encouraging you to get beyond your moment. Look at this, this proverb. Look at Proverbs 24, 16. It tells you, yes, you fall, but you're going to get up. You can't get up. You're righteous. You're just. You have the ability through Christ. That's the only way. Because Jesus never stayed down. You don't have to stay down. He did not stay in the grave. He did not stay in hell. He did not stay in that moment. He rose again on the third day so that you could get up just like in this moment. You are righteous because he's in you. And because greater is he than he is in the world, you can stand up on your own two feet. Go over another hurdle. Go over the wall. Go through the water. Go through everything that gets to the finish. Where he's sitting there waiting with the ribbon of first place in the kingdom. Good and well done, my faithful servant. So go to your Bible. Pray with somebody. Email me. Go to the website, do whatever you have to do, find somebody else's website, just become what God's called you to become. Christians who are depressed, stand up. It's time for you to walk again. It's time for you to get back in that place. Just because somebody hurt you doesn't mean that that's what you said. It's time to move forward. Go love on somebody. We'll talk to you soon. Amen. They're talking about the devout of the victory. Of the victorious. Uh, Many are the afflictions. Of the righteous. Of the righteous. And like I said. That's not something that you hear on the television screen. That's many times. uh, But but righteous people have issues and problems too. Uh, He he mentioned uh, Proverbs 24 and uh, 16. Uh, which says the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity, what, strikes. What does that mean, the righteous fall seven times? Talk, Talk to me. What does that mean? The righteous fall seven times. Talk to me. Over and over and over. The righteous fall over and over and over. Uh, he says, as long as you live. That's Donnie McClurkin in it. We fall down when we get up. Is that him? Uh, but my seventh time was a long time ago. That's what I'm getting at. What does that mean? So seven is the number what? Completion. Completion. And so it's it's an infinite time. The righteous fall infinitely. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's going to yeah. end somewhere. Yeah, it's going to end somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point, this going to be. Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, how many here can remember remembered how to walk? <laughs> you, do you remember? You, you remember? 
Wait, uh, so so let let me let me ask you this. You can't remember how you walked, but let me ask you this: that when you when you learn how to walk, you think you just stood up and walked on out? First of all, you crawled, and then what? You pulled up, took a, a couple of steps, and then what? Fell down. Okay. And you got back up. So most of us in here learning how to walk have fallen down. Okay. So you learn as a kid. So as an adult, have you ever fell down? What? Y'all have fell? <laughs> as adults, y'all have fell? <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all done fell off some of them hills y'all were. some of y'all fell because you was under influence of the wrong thing hello but I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, you don't fall as much as you did when you was a, a kid right <laughs> I think well, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't so, so as as righteous, I guess the the more you live for the Lord, you may you you you're gonna fall all the time, but you may fall less as you as you and not with the same thing. But if you do fall, you what? Hello, somebody. Get up. Why is it that Christians, supposedly Christians, they fall and they stay down? Because they're not really serving the Lord. <laughs> they're not serving the Lord. Somebody said something like that. They what? You say it gets comfortable. It gets comfortable. Okay. It gets comfortable like that baby that was trying to walk and she just said... I'm just going to sit here for a while. <laughs> it gets comfortable. Anybody else? Some people are not determined to go on. It's easier. Hello. Is it really easier? Let's, 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 let's. Is it easier to live for the Lord or to not live for the Lord? What? <laughs> it's easier to not live for the Lord? Why is that? There's no conviction of the spirit, huh? When you, okay, okay, okay. So but we want to encourage uh, the righteous. You know, you're going to have problems. And, and you may fall. But I uh, say you will fall, but don't stay down. I started to entitle this seven up, seven up. Because whatever you fall, you need to get up. Is there anybody in here having any problems while we're talking about this? Forgiving themselves when they fall? Have problems forgiving themselves when they fall. Why is it? 
So you feel you can feel guilt even though you're forgiven? Really? What you got to say about that preacher? <laughs> yeah, you over here by yourself. You got to represent this side of the room. <laughs> Somebody said both. Hello, somebody. Really, it's once because, like we learned with Job, is that God initiated the affliction, and He used and then He used the devil to do it. So it's it's providential for the righteous. Okay, for the righteous. Now the unrighteous, it's you suffer the consequences of what you got yourself into. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but we're talking about the righteous. The righteous. So, all affliction, whoo, that's deep. It's from God for the righteous. What you say? Gee, thanks, God. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I got something for you. Affliction. Uh oh. <laughs> so, okay. We'll come back to this next point for you. Okay, go ahead. For the righteous. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, and that's, 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 that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of cutting it kind of close because the righteous do sin, you know. Uh, but we said affliction, a have sin, but affliction, affliction, uh, when it comes, when, when the Lord is boasting on you, saying that you can handle this, that affliction is from God. But if you go out, even though you're righteous, and that's a difference between a, a righteous person and somebody who's rebellious. Because God's mercy abounds more than we like to know for the righteous, you see. Because most of the time, God won't judge you until you are in straight-up rebellion. Okay? So, uh, so that's a little different. that make sense, or did I just... Yeah. Okay, let me, let me start back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's the difference between like a fall and staying down in it, you know. Rebellion. Uh huh. You refuse. Yeah, yeah. You refuse to get up. Yeah, you refuse to get up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And you can. And. Yeah, yeah. And that's very, very tricky. That's something that we really can't judge because God knows our hearts because people who are struggling with uh, alcohol or drugs and, you know, we can just, you ain't doing it, you ain't doing it. But it's, that's, that's an addiction and, 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 and that's all. Okay. God knows our hearts. So I don't, I don't get into that. I, I just tell people that if you sin, Get back up again. Confess your sins and run the opposite way like you never failed before. And then that's a whole nother thing, too. Jesus and it's hard because uh, I mean the devil knows exactly what I like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Taylor he'll Taylor made make it for you. And and it's, it's a shame that that he knows us. I I was listening to a, a sermon on the on the radio, uh, uh Dr. Tony Evans and, and another uh, man was discussing it about it. Where the devil uh, was God's closest creation. Mm-hmm. He knows us as well as God knows us. And almost to a certain yes. extent. Because he was God's glory in creation. And look at him. He failed because of his pridefulness. Mm-hmm. But we, he, he, he goes, and, 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 and when he went to Job, Like you're taking a walk in the park, but <laughs> have you? Have you considered my servant Joe? Oh yeah, you know I kind of I know where he's been and what he's doing and how he's reverence you, but you know why he only doing it because of your protection. Well, what you doing? Yeah. If you let me have it, I bet I can make him curse you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But there's a difference once again between uh, rebellion and falling. You know, uh, falling, you know, you get back up. Rebellion is you stay down. Okay. And, and what you have to learn to do is once you get back up, you've got to learn to take God at his, at his word. If you confess that sin unto the Lord. The word of God, you got to stand on the word of God in the same way you do in other instances. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. And, and if you've fallen down, truly repented, you don't have to feel guilt. So, if you're still feeling guilt, is that a sin in itself? Even though Ooh. you're I, I I think it's a sin in of itself. You want me to tell you what kind of sin it is? The sin of self-righteousness. Does that make sense? Self-righteous. No, I mean, you, you, you know, if you're self-righteous, you know what should be done, you know. And if you didn't do it, you feel guilt because you didn't do it and you never thought something like this would ever happen to you. I warn people, you know, they be talking talking about other people's stuff. And you think, oh, I, I never do something like that. You don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> Any of us is, is is capable of the of the of the greatest evil in any circumstance. Go ahead. What you gonna say? You hit on something, Reverend. Your greatest shame could be, in a true Christian setting, could be your greatest way to minister to people. Because, you know, when I say in a Christian setting, a lot of times we're not in Christian settings, you know. We're in self-righteous settings, you know, where we all like to make make seem that everything is all right. And, you know, I'm smiling. I'm blessed and highly favored. Hi, I think I mentioned this Sunday. I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh, wait a minute. Then you just get laid off. Then your wife leave you. Then you just file bankruptcy. You blessed and highly favored? <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> Go ahead.
like what you said but what you got to realize and not allow the devil to take this guilt and put it on you is that that person had a choice in and of themselves you know and for everything that you're blaming that you're feeling guilty about somebody else had a choice to play a role in that you know and, and but but like you said the devil try to make you uh guilty uh, of that and and I and I said this the sin of self-righteousness and that's from my own personal experience because you know I was in a place and you know and I can't be as detailed as y'all not being either now if y'all have told me I'd have told you <laughs> so since y'all want to talk around I'm gonna talk around <laughs> but I was in I was in a place you know and, and high in the ministry and made a horrible horrible sinful mess and it was hard for me to get over that guilt and the reason why it was so hard for me to get over it is because I knew better and uh, I had accused other people of saying that I would never do nothing like that self-righteous never I would never now you would never hear me say what I won't never do. <laughs> and, but if you confess it and the part of the righteous, the text we're talking about, the righteous fall seven times, but they what? They rise again. And evidently God is trying to get some folk up tonight. You know, you've been afflicted or you've done some things that you're not proud of that you're guilty of. And you're still down. God's saying, get up. Get up. Walk on. Go on. Live on. Other people had roles in, in those mistakes that you say, you know, that you made. Everybody, we all grown folk. Hello. <laughs> Most of us anyway. Just say, I'm not grown. <laughs> uh, Jacob. Uh, but the righteous get up. I call this, don't you use this from the pulpit, my, my James Brown theology. It may be before your time. Get up, <laughs> he got it. <laughs> he got it. Give me out my... <laughs> uh, before his time, before his time, I was coming back here and see if y'all got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did he say? Get on the good fit. Okay. <laughs> 
and move on because devoted people, righteous folk, they go through the same stuff as everybody else go through. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to bypass this video. It's a little long. I like the context of it, but it's a little long. And uh, is that time right back there? Woo! We done been a whole lot. Why did y'all say nothing? <laughs> we got a. <laughs> See, this kind of Bible study takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. I'm going to give you these last points and I got to let you go. I, I got it. Yeah, this kind of Bible study takes a lot of time. Uh, but the deliverance, we will go to the cake. We, we, we're going to have affliction, the righteous. But like Sister Jay said, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. What did Job say in Job chapter 5, 19? Let's read together. One, two, three. Wow. God's deliverance for the righteous. You just have to remember, don't give up. It may be hard. You're going through. You have a lot on your plate. But don't give up. Be encouraged in the Lord. Accept God's forgiveness and go on. Amen. Amen. We're going to pause right now uh, and have a time of uh, prayer. Uh, if there's some that need to go ahead and head out, you can go ahead and head out. Um, but let's take uh, time to pray tonight. Uh, I'm afflicted, but I'm not defeated. I'm afflicted, but I'm not defeated. Amen. All who are able, I want you to get on your knees and we're going to pause and give you a brief moment to cry out to the Lord, maybe even in your affliction. And, and ask him to help. His word says that you, he's, he's got to deliver. I, I can stand on his word tonight. Your word says that, that you have to deliver. I want to open us and pause uh, for you to pray. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, thanking you, Father, for all that you've done and said tonight, Father, we pray, Lord, that words have been said to encourage our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, Father. And we pray, Lord, for those of us who are here today, and probably most of us are afflicted in one way or another, Father. But we stand on your word, Father, by saying your word says that, 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 that many are the affliction of the righteous, Lord, but you deliver from them all, Father. And Lord, as we use that word righteous, we have to... Uh, be reminded, Lord, of confession of sin. And we come tonight, Lord, confessing our sins unto you, washing and cleansing. Cleanse us, Father, with the blood of your precious lamb that, that we may be made whole and well again and in a right relationship with you, Father. That we might have the fellowship, Father, that you promised, Lord. And that as a result of us, having that fellowship, having that righteous state, Lord, that you can move on our Hello behalf. again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And that before we sign off, deliver, Lord, we just want to make sure that Jesus, you have a personal relationship Jesus, with God. 
You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision 
to reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.